that you will renew our strength by your word in the name of Jesus. Father, I will ask that you satisfy our mouth with good things this morning once more in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word that you, he who, who said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, who take it, who let all your diseases, satisfy your mouth with good things so that your strength is renewed like the eagle. We ask, Lord, that you will renew our strength Amen. like that of the eagle today once Amen. more in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we now pray uh, for access, Lord. We ask for access. Yes. We pray for every heart that will begin to experience access into your things, into your blessings, even today, in the name of Jesus. Father, let grace flow. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayers. Thank you because you've heard us this morning. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So I welcome everyone here again. Mm-hmm. Welcome this morning. Just say hello to your neighbor and greet one or two people. Amen. Thank you, Father. I hope we're all happy to see each other and hope we had a, a wonderful week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so I'm just going to uh, move into the Word. But before I do that, um, I just want to... How many of, how many of us uh, appreciate God on Tuesday for, for cleansing? Because uh, what they are doing to us is they just cleansed us. Uh, is the water is the water that that's flowing? You know, once in a while, they need to come and just clean us up. Each and every while, you know, we've been enjoying the word. Hey, yeah, and then suddenly, the will just come and just begin to wash some things. Um, they deal with hidden things of the heart. Amen. As we're all growing, God is also watching us and is making sure that we are having the right attitude, the right heart, when it comes to his things. Amen. And uh, uh, it, it's a wonderful thing to be cleansed. Amen. Um, I won't ask about, about Tuesday, but can, can you please remind us of uh, the message on Saturday last week? Prayer. And 
understanding, there is no pattern. Messages direct you to the word and to prayer. And um, you also mentioned that when you're studying, when you're studying the Bible, like when you're, it's, it's sort of a form of worship. It's also prayer. Mm. That you like. Um, I think I remember something you said. Something like when you're reading the Bible, sometimes you find yourself praying. Mm-hmm. Like they're not distinct. You go hand in hand. It's not as a result of doing one, you go into the other. But mm. yeah, you know, walk hand in hand. And then you also mentioned that listening to messages directs you back to the world. It doesn't take the place of prayer and the world. And Amen. Iduna, can you help us? the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, let's open to the book of of Psalm chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And then someone open 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Someone open Proverbs 4. I'll get there, I think. But I think we'll, we'll, we'll get there gradually, one by one. Amen. 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 So Psalm 1. Um, before, before I read Psalm 1, Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, when we are listening to messages, and like we said, I know I believe listening to messages is, is the same as even coming to meetings. Uh, so there's a it's just that the the meeting is recorded. Mm-hmm. Right. Um However, I'm not saying it's the exact same experience. I mean, you won't say because you are listening to messages and you, know, you stop coming to meetings, right? Um, there is the need for the, the fellowship. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying in the attitude, how you listen. Um, you should have the same disposition when it comes to, to listening to messages and also uh, when you are in meetings as well. And the reason for that is each time you're listening to a message, um, don't let the, the old message go by, right? Uh, there, is an, there is a skill that is, what is a skill? It's the learning skill. Um, 
when it comes to hearing and listening, um, one of the things I see mostly is the, how do I put it, is the gap between you know, the, the activities of listening, right, and how it begins to apply to the way we begin to engage the world. You know, all those things is that we are doing, coming from it is listening to messages, studying our Bible, is to enrich our relationship with uh, the Holy Spirit and with God so that we can begin to receive from Him as we should. Amen. So, um, I know most of the time when, you know, sometimes you know, we, when we come to meeting and you know, we listen to the message and we, we forget about them, right? Or maybe we, it's a good thing, at least if you take one thing that is it's a blessing, right? But learn, learn to pick things from messages, right? So for example, I'll just give an example. On Saturday, I think I mentioned Hebrews 1, and I began to explain the, the things concerning the Word and how Christ um, is speaking. And I explained, just briefly, I explained the, the words, which I just used the scripture, Hebrews 1, to just explain a part of the scripture or just to bring um, our sight to something. And most of the time, when you, are, when you are teaching the word or when you are, when you are studying the word, the word, the word can speak many things, but it's the same scripture. Right, there is a wisdom that just comes from the word that begins to now explain things and teach. Mm. Right, mm. so that wisdom we should learn to to pick it when we are listening or hearing messages. So, for example, no, I just I just thought about the word. Right, I just just to give an insight. So there were there was a word that God has been speaking before Christ came, and then God now changed the uh, the order, and I began to speak with his son, right? And then and I, was, I was now using just the wisdom of um, Matthew and John, where Christ, is it Matthew? Yeah, yeah, John, I believe, where Christ now began to say to them that I have many things to say to you, but I can't say them to you because you cannot bear them, right? I was now explaining uh, about the, how the word comes. So Christ had some words that he was saying um, when he was on earth, right? And those words, I just used that to explain the words that God speak in time past. Because if we look at what the apostles were doing after they received the Holy Ghost, most of the word that they received were the things that the prophet already mentioned, right? Also Christ too, you see, he began to quote the prophet. Because if you can't, if you can't journey from the prophet, it will be hard to move to the New Testament mm -hmm. or to even understand what the New Testament is, right? And I began to explain, uh, or I just used that to explain that those things are words, right? The word of the Old Testament and the word of the New Testament, which Christ is speaking right now, right? I'm just explaining that briefly. Now, that should even cause some curiosity. Okay, this, hmm. This word, what's that? Then you begin to meditate upon it mm -hmm. so that you can actually understand them. 
Right. And it's when you begin to meditate on this, those things. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean you meditate on them all week. Right? You, know, you may meditate. Just meditate to understand. Finish. Mm. Mm? In, there are other things. You listen to many other messages. You know, gradually, little by little. That is how you begin to really, really understand the word of righteousness. How? How? Because there's a way you learn. When you are learning, the things you are learning, you need to be able to be applying them to the scripture as you are studying. Right? Now, that is number one. It makes your life easy. It makes your life easy. Is in that is you won't need to be looking for a new revelation that that you are waiting on. Oh God, okay, new revelation. You've, you've been learning. You've been hearing. Now, most of the time, where why it's hard to understand some things is because we've not been building upon foundations gradually, right? No, for example, if you, if, if you just hear, you know, the faith of the son, for example, how was the faith of the son? Sometimes it may be hard to, un- to understand what faith of the son. But if after a while, you just notice, if, if you've just been meditating, gradually, it may take one year, it may take, but gradually, you notice that piece by piece, they will be coming together until the understanding is fully established, right? And that also will inform your understanding of the scriptures. No understanding of the scriptures is also as a result of things you've learned, knowledge. Okay, so when you hear what, it opens your eyes, it opens your sight. You need to now begin to use that open sight to begin to view the scripture. So don't just take the open side and just put it aside and then continue studying scripture and then, you know, there, there are, is it two ways? I won't say it's really, really two ways, but you know, there, are diff- there are stages by which we understand things. There is the stage by which, you know, when you are hearing, you are hearing, oh yes, I'm hearing the word, I'm hearing the word. Ah, it make, I like it, it makes sense. Oh, it's true, it's true. I should be doing this. I should not be doing that. And there is a place of actually understanding those things, right? By allowing them rest in your heart. Mm-hmm. See all the scriptures we've been reading. No matter, uh, no, maybe how small little they are, you, need, you also need to be studying those scriptures too. In relation to what you are learning. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, that. After a while, the, the scripture is a whole, is a big world. And which, which requires patience. So as you are learning piece by piece, you are still waiting. You are waiting. And then you are applying the wisdom to the word as you are, as you are studying. And then as you are studying, you now notice that that will now begin to flow. Mm-hmm. And now begin to bring understanding. Yeah? Begin to bring understanding. You will begin to even open your eyes to things in the scripture that you have not been seeing before. One of the things that the opening of sight would do is to change the way you think script when it comes when it comes to the word right so there's a way there's a way we think when it comes to the word or there's a way we've been thinking before before we even started learning truth and the way we've been thinking needs to be addressed with understanding with scripture with knowledge with truth right so we need to just learn that heart and how we begin to learn to apply those things to scripture. So you, when you are reading, study them. Just have an understanding. Uh, 
right, begin to is what you notice that what that does is when you begin to to meditate, learn those things, give your heart to them, and eh? give your heart wholly to them, meditate upon these things. You notice that it will begin to open you up, and you begin to open you up more in the realm of the spirit. Most of our limitation is is based on how close we are when it comes to the word. And those things God needs to be God needs to address, right? And what ad- and you yourself you have a part to play when it comes to addressing them. And is the diligence in learning how you learn mm. is a skill too. Mm. Is how you learn how okay, that thing. Most of the time, I know most of us here we listen to uh, you know EGFM messages. Most of the reason why when we listen you like ah this thing is hard. I don't understand what I'm seeing, but you know it's truth. Most of the reason why there's that disconnect mm. is. There is no foundation for what you are hearing to rest on, and what and when you hear it, although you know it's truth, but you don't know where to place it, right? So you don't know where to where to add it to. Okay, why should I add this one? Where ah, but it takes diligence and how how you've been learning faithfully, gradually, how you've been putting pieces and pieces and pieces together. So when a new information comes, you may not even understand it. You at least have an idea of where you can place it. At least so you know exactly where to place it, where you can, which means you now have something to work with. You can now begin to meditate upon the word and upon the word until you now finally get it. And you notice that when you begin to do that, the way you see scripture will change, your fellowship will change. The way you begin now, you can even, you will not be able to even access depth in scriptures, right? You'll be able to access those things when you begin to learn that, and don't don't learn don't, don't learn them don't learn don't learn them with your mind. Mm-hmm. Learn them with your heart, because yes, no, there's two ways you can also learn them. Mm-hmm. Even though you might be doing all those things, I'm saying you may learn them with just your mind. Mm-hmm. Right, you have skill with that, but you are not really journeying into the world. And journeying into the world is what is very, very important. You need to learn to join the world. The, 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 the learning attitude must be there, and you must nurture it too. You must nurture it because if you don't, like I said on Tuesday, you you play too, you won't know. Eh? It's mm-hmm. like you know, coronavirus eats uh, high and then you begin to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. And the same way you in the spirit, you, you go high, 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 and then you begin to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. And when the when the curve and the way it flattens the curve is that it doesn't stay there. You flat, 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 then go down, 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 finish right. So that is that. So you need to learn that harder attitude so that you can begin to put things in place. Amen. I know most of us, we, are, you know, we might be doing it little by little. I just wanted to encourage us. Amen. Uh, so let's open Psalm 1. So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night.
and it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, not standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but is the light is in the law of the Lord and in his law that he meditate day and night. Amen. So he said on his law that he meditate day and night. And uh, we've been talking about the word, studying the word and how that excuse me, and how that is important I'm just learning how to fetch the word, right? Uh, I also mentioned, I think on Saturday, about um, while explaining the, you know, the word, I mentioned that the only way God can come to us, right, is through his word. So the only way he can interact with us, so that's why the word of God is very important. That's why he's been speaking uh, in time past, and he's still speaking now, right? Because we need to access his word, we need to hear his word and understand what God is saying. Amen. Now, God's word is only is majorly, mostly, or entirely, I'll just say, speaking about the person of God, right? So each time you're interacting with the word, what you're interacting with, with are God's things to reveal God's heart to you. Amen. So you say, what is the light? is in the law of the Lord. So there's the need to be delighted uh, in the word. You have to delight in it, right? Which means the word should pique your interest. So the word should pique your interest to the point that the word is your joy. If the word is not yet your joy, there's a problem. There's, there's a delight that needs to take place. In the word, Amen. Um, let me just quickly connect that um, to Second Timothy. I'm just looking for a way to to bring the two together because we've been talking about meditating. And I think I, may, I explained this um, last week, couple of couple of couple is it a couple of weeks ago um, about the meditating on the word, right? Meditating on the word. Uh, meditating on it day and night, how you can do that, how you can also practice that. You know, meditating on the word, when you say day and night, should be a constant thing. Amen. And then when we open the uh, book of Second Timothy chapter 2, Second Timothy chapter two, verse fifteen, it says, "Study to show thyself approved 
No, what it did me read it. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. So he says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Uh, I believe I mentioned, was this? Mm, yes, it's Tuesday too. When I was talking on Tuesday, I mentioned you need to be studying the word, right? So it says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Um, this piece is both an attitude and A place you journey to. So it's a study to show thyself approved, right? So there's a need to study the word. Uh, just as we've read in Psalm 1, it says, um, my, uh, that's not Psalm 1. No. It says that, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. So we can see the similarity there, and the fulfillment by study to show yourself approved unto God. Um, is when, when you are beginning to delight in the word and you begin to meditate on it day and night and as you are meditating on it, there is an attitude that is built inward. There's a way you are built which would position you in being approved. And what I mean by that is, if you are studying the Word constantly, and you are studying and studying the Word, you begin to move into a relationship with the Word, like I've been saying, and then as you are moving into the relationship with the Word, the Word begins to open up to you gradually. Right, it gradually begins to open up to you. That's why the scripture says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Hmm? Study to show thyself approved unto God. So there's a, there's a need for diligence in the study of the word. Right? So there's a diligence in the study of the word because what the word will bring to you what the word will bring to you are spiritual blessings mm. that you would not naturally encounter if you are not studying. Mm? Um, am I saying something? Mm? Am I communicating? There is a need to, to study the word. Keep studying. There's an attitude of studying that must be built, right? You notice the first thing they begin to teach a newborn believer is how to how to read, how to pray, right? There is a diligence that must come out of that. That diligence is a tool we need for the rest of our journey. Hmm? Isn't it? Amen. 
It says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's really where I'm going. Um, how many of us know that we need to divide the word? Hmm? So rightly dividing the word of truth. If you, if you have not been studying to show thyself approved unto God, you won't be a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Eh? Because you won't be able to rightly divide the word. See, this thing is a progression, right? Hmm? For you to get to the point where you begin to divide the word, you must have started practicing someone. Hmm? But on it, do you what? Meditate day and night. You meditate on it what? Day and night. The real thing you want to get from the world, you don't know it yet. Although when you begin to access it, hmm? oh, it's sweeting. But I mean, before you get there, you don't know it is as you begin to fellowship, you begin to meditate, yeah. then Holy, Holy Ghost will rise within mm-hmm. and then begin to bring words to establish something to you. Mm-hmm. Eh? Holy Ghost can bring many different words to establish one thing. Mm-hmm. In, this, in a different way, it will bring the exact same word for a different situation entirely. You now notice that, how do you, how do you know that ah, today, what God is saying about this one is this one? Tomorrow, what God is saying about, well, let's say, five years ago, ah, when God brought this same scripture, what God was trying to teach me is this, and then he brought the same scripture, it, it, it was teaching you something else, right? It means you've moved into a relation with the world whereby you can begin to, the, the world is no longer strange. The world is now beginning to give you instruction for life. You've, you've, you've built a relationship enough to begin to, fe- to fetch wisdom from the world. Amen. And even that wisdom from the world is in different dimensions. Do you know that there is a wisdom hmm, that you get if you are not even in the if you are not even born again, let me use that word. If you are not even born again, there is a wisdom you can get. That wisdom is not the wisdom of God. But it's a wisdom you can use for natural life. Actually, what rules each, what rules every realm is wisdom. Let me put that word. With that wisdom, eh, you can't be established on earth. Without wisdom, you can't be established in the heavens. Eh? Am I am I saying something? Open some sorry, open Proverbs eight. Is it? It's Proverbs eight. Mm. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Said, so, doth not wisdom, let me read from verse 1, then I'll jump. Said, so, doth not wisdom cry and understand they put forth a voice? She standed in the top of high places by the way in the places of the paths. So, this is, doth not wisdom eh? cry. So, majorly, this scripture is speaking about, mm-hmm. actually, wisdom is the one speaking here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, if I move quickly, to verse 12. Let me read from verse 12. He said, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I eat. So counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. Say so by me, kings reign, and princes decree justice. Right? So by me, kings what? Reign. Which means, if you have to be a king, you can't reign without wisdom. Hmm? Now, I want to draw a parallel with Adam, which means that if Adam didn't have wisdom, he couldn't have been the Lord of the earth. He couldn't have been placed to rule and have dominion. Right? Now, we'll see a type of that in the beginning also. If we read further a little bit, uh, verse 22, it says, the wisdom is still speaking. It said, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. Hmm? Now, it says, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. It means before God made the heavens and the hearts, wisdom was there. Wisdom, wisdom is what makes things come together. Does that make sense? Wisdom is what brings pieces together. You can't form without wisdom. Can you? You can't, you can't form even if you want to make a phone, there's a wisdom that made this phone. Hmm? The highlighter that she's using just now, <laughs> there's a wisdom that made it. Right? Okay, I want to be able to highlight something. Okay. okay I need something that, that can mark, that can stay forever. Pieces. Okay, if I want to make it, what will I do? Okay, I need to, okay, I'll need to be able to Put the ink to, okay, and what I am using to cover must not entirely cover what I'm reading. I must be able to see it. You just mark it. See the pieces. You're bringing the pieces together. 
those are pieces of wisdom that was needed to build the marker. Right? So which means when God also wanted to make the heavens and the earth, wisdom has to be present. Mm. Mm? Because wisdom is the gatherer. Mm. Now, I'm not going to talk t- too far into that. Because if I, if, I, if I want to really, 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 maybe God will help us if I want to really, really explain that. Or maybe I'm even explaining it anyways. This wisdom here is, when you say the God kind of wisdom, where every other wisdom you can find, both in the heavens and the earth, pertaining to God, that's where they all flow from. Right? So they can, how God now did is God now broke it down into different light. Each wisdom has its what? Its light. God now broke it down into different light. And then those light is now what now begins to rule. Amen. Amen. Those lights what begins to what? Begins to rule. How do I know? Genesis, open Genesis chapter 1. I'm just drawing a wisdom there. Hmm? Quickly and then... Let me read verse 2. Genesis 1 verse 2. And the earth was without form Mm. and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Mm -hmm. And God said, Let there be light, and there There was was light. Continue. And God saw saw the light, that it It was was good. good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Mm-hmm. And God called the light day, mm-hmm. and the darkness he called, called night. night. Okay. So God said, let there be light. And there was light. Right? Continue reading. And the evening and, and the morning one. were the first day. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in mm-hmm. the midst of the waters. Mm-hmm. And let it divide the waters from, from the, the waters. waters. Mm-hmm. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament mm. from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Mm-hmm. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. Mm-hmm. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and mm-hmm. the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. Mm-hmm. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, let the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed, Mm. after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself, itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Mm-hmm. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, 
and mm-hmm. let them be for signs and for seasons mm-hmm. and for days and for years mm-hmm. and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so mm-hmm. and god made two great lights and the greater light to rule the day mm-hmm. and the lesser light to rule the night so god made two Two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to to rule rule the night. night. So the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. You can see that light is to rule. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to bring out there. Without light, you can't rule. So the greater light to rule the day the lesser light to rule the night. Hmm? I don't want this to be far-fetched. So that, how, what am I saying, right? I, I'm trying so that it's just clear. I don't want to read too much about that. Is, when you say the light rule, where I was coming from is wisdom. Kona hmm? broke wisdom down into different light. When you begin to encounter light, you begin to encounter wisdom. Wisdom by me, wisdom said by me, kings rule and princes decree justice or judgment. Hmm? They decree justice. We're, t- we're talking about something that you can possess that will cause you to be in a plane. Or let's see this, without wisdom, Kings can't rule. If, but as I'm saying this, be looking at it even in the just natural, you know how kings are. Mm-hmm. Even now, is the, the the kings here self are even. Let's let's go to the old test and look at kings. When you see um, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the king of Babylon, or when you see Judah, king of you know Israel, look at how kings reign. You know that if you must be the the word power then you must possess an extreme higher wisdom than the rest your army your people must be men of wisdom skill right which means if they will make decisions they need men that are wise so that way, it will give them the upper edge, right? In Israel, they have wisdom there. Mm. When they were ruling, wisdom, God, well, God was the one giving them wisdom, right? The way the other people would think wisdom, let's go and kill, kill, kill God, God, just, God just allowed them to. And they would think that they have power. The moment Nebuchadnezzar says, ah, I am, ah, you, no, Allah. Now you will go into the bush, you start eating grass. Finish. Mm. Right now, Israel, you notice each time Israel needs to do something, they need to consult God. Okay, God, should we? Should we not? What they are doing is they are looking for wisdom. If they forsake that kind of wisdom and they use their own and go, the end of that mostly is destruction. So, without that wisdom, they can't reign, they can't rule. Right? So, basically. Wisdom is an essential thing you need if you would rule. 
right? So like I said, wisdom is needed even in the natural, right? So there's the natural wisdom. What people use on earth now to, to rule is a kind of wisdom. And that has nothing to do with even God's kind of wisdom. Hmm? It's natural wisdom that men gather by, by researching into things. Hmm? They, have to, they, can't, they can't even find that wisdom without them having an edge from research somehow. That is why you see world powers. They will give a lot of money into research. He's researching to army, uh, researching to weapons that will make them superior. You know, they need, they need to even spend money, their own money. What you are going to be looking for? None of them is just supernaturally just superior. They have to, they have to go and find some kind of wisdom they need to use to begin to rule. And even the people that know that, ah, they don't have some powers, or they, they would learn how to use another wisdom to stay afloat. Okay, nobody should come and war with me. Okay. Because they know the kind of power they have. They know they don't have enough strength to work. So they, they would escape some things. So what they're using is still wisdom. Isn't it? So wisdom is what men use to rule, to live. Which means that you and I, we also need wisdom. Right? We need wisdom. So there is the natural wisdom um, and there is the spiritual wisdom. Hmm? There is the wisdom that God gives and there is the God kind of wisdom. When you say God, that God kind of wisdom is, when you, when you see that one, it's just God, pretty much. Right? So I'm just using that to just show us that God said, the, the light of the heavens is different from the light of the earth. Right? Now, God put different lights. Even beings have light. In short, beings in heaven are custodians of light, which means they have wisdom according to the proportion of light that they keep. Amen? Amen. So wisdom is essential. And without that, you can't, you can't see. You can't see into God's things. So without wisdom, wisdom is what would give you access and transit to God's things. Amen. I'm talking about wisdom today. Anyways, it's still in line. Amen. So, the, the thing we need is we need to get wisdom. Right? And there are ways you get them. And it's not, you can, if you like, you can begin to go do your own thing. You know, go and be looking for your own wisdom. Okay, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. You know, gather, okay, research knowledge. Put one or two things together. You get, you know, when you do research and do all kinds of things, you can get wisdom from there too. And that one will begin to instruct you on different other things, self. And perhaps you might even think maybe it's God that is leading you, but it's not. It's just the wisdom you gained. Right? And which is why we need to even be extra careful. Right? Okay, this wisdom, where is it coming from? Is it really the God kind one? Or, or did it flow? 
know, there, are, there are wisdoms you can gather that will just flow from your heart like that. Because where wisdom rests is in the heart. Yes. Mm? There, are some, there are some wisdom you even get in the natural that you have, you need to know how to place them in your heart. Because if it just, things can flow, because the, the, the way the heart is, things can just flow. Mm. Okay, okay, do this, this is wisdom, things. What wisdom does? Wisdom gives instruction. When wisdom begins to give you instruction, it can now begin to say, okay, can I follow this or can I not? Mm. You know, but most of the time, we, even, we just do naturally, without even hesitating, right? Mm. But when it comes to discerning, it's, it's, that, one is out, that, that, that one comes from growth mm. over time. And you begin to identify, okay, this one, that one. Then you, you'll be able to now fully separate the wisdom that you just gain naturally from spiritual wisdom. Mm. Right? Because when you begin to deal with revelation, there's a way, there's a way those things flow. Amen. Let me, because of time, let me move back. But I, I believe God would help us. Mm. Um, we'll still come back as God helps us to these scriptures to establish this better. Mm. Amen. Mm. But wisdom is the principal thing. I just want to establish that. Mm. Whether in heaven or on earth, anywhere you are, wisdom is the what? principal thing. What that means is without wisdom forget everything else. If you get wisdom, okay fine, we cannot begin to talk about everything. But if you don't have wisdom forget everything else. Let's read it now. It's Proverbs mm, I believe it's four, right? Verse uh, 7. It said, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Amen. Therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. I would have finished and continued saying, not that get and get understanding, but I just want to... They're just... You need that one too. But I just want to focus more on wisdom. So in all, say wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is what you will use for life. If you don't have God kind of wisdom, what you will use is natural wisdom. Earthly wisdom. And that one, that one instructs you away from the way of God, that one is the one that will begin to give you all kinds of desires about the earth. It's the one that gives, okay, what can I do to make this one better now? Okay, let me take five different courses. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take this one. Okay, you finish, by the time, maybe you even finish that one, you don't notice that there's more more I need to take. I have a friend that kept taking courses and courses and courses and courses. I'm like, in my mind, I'm, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this question, so, but there is a wisdom driving the heart. Which, and when you check that wisdom, that wisdom is ambitious. Yeah. Okay, take, 
take this course, take that course. Ah, you know, you have to make yourself better. I know. But there is something that is driving all that. There's an ambition in the heart somewhere. And if you are not really, really, fully, fully sincere, if you are really, really, if you are not sincere, you won't be able to identify the root. Because what you'll be thinking is that, oh, you may even think it's spirit that is instructing you. Right? But it is just a natural thing, desire, flow. Okay, go and do this, go and do that. Mm. Not learning how to wait, how to be patient. Let things, let God lead and guide you. Amen. So wisdom is the principal thing in all that getting. So, so therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Because wisdom is what begins to open things for you. And like I said, God, and God puts wisdom in different light. Hmm? God put wisdom in different light. Which means each light that comes hmm, reveals a piece of wisdom that God kept in the light. Hmm? Does that make sense? Hmm? So God, what, when wisdom is coming, you notice that that's when light visits you. And what is light? Light is knowing. Mm. Let me put that way. Seeing. The same way you can't see with this light, mm? with the natural eye. Not the only way. You, the reason why you are seeing your neighbor is because there's a light shining in your in your your eye. Yeah. Mm? If there's no light shining, everywhere will be dark. Yeah. Isn't it? At night, do people see? If if we don't have all these things, do you see at night? No. no. But do you know that even in the night, there's light. Oh, yeah. no, no matter how dark the night is, hmm? no, there's light there. How do you know? Can you give me an example? Lolia, yeah. give me an example. I just want us to do some exercise a little bit. And just think about it a little bit. How does that happen? Somehow the darkness is a form of light. So somehow the mind knows where the mind can somehow see even in darkness. If you wake up in the night, you know, even without turning on the light, you know how to walk through the bathroom because there's, like, there's, there's a way that you can things through your mind even in the darkness. In the darkness. Okay, now let's now look at it naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine you've never been in a place before. You don't even know where toilet or anything is and it is dark. Mm-hmm. You know you can still see there. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just wait for, for, for some time. Just stay, wow. stay in the dark for a while. Mm-hmm. Then your eye will begin to adjust to the environment. Wow. Then you begin to see shapes. You begin to see forms. Therefore, you can know, okay, there's something here. If I go, I'll hit my head. It is dark, thick darkness. But yet, you can still, you will still see there. Mm. That's the same way. What, the same way we are, right? No man, no man moves without light. 
Do you understand? Is that clear? No man, you know, the, the natural um, mostly just reflects the spiritual. And I said that is, you know, when, when I'm saying that man too, that's where we are, we need, you, there's, there's light, is what you use to live. Right? It's a light you use to live. And the light you used to live is no seeing, knowing. Hmm? Knowing. Knowing is light. Hi. The moment the moment something just come to you and you understand, ah, I understand that thing now. It just means you have light has just come to you, finish. That's how men live. Everybody you see, whether born again or not born again, they are all using a light to live. And I'm not saying that because I'm just using play of word. It's all in scriptures. Yeah? Open, open to the book of Matthew. There's two scriptures in my mind I wanted to. The easiest one is John 1. Matthew 6, verse 22. Verse 22, 22. So the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, Thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? I'm using this to bring out something that you are not just walking without things inside you. What, like I said, what men used to live is light. I would, I wanted to explain this, well, maybe I should just take a little time to just explain that a bit. said, but if the eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Now, I, I, I use the ex- example that even when you're in darkness, you can see to just explain that if darkness itself is a light, right, is a kind of light, if you stay there enough, you are just where you begin to see inside it. And then that thing will begin to instruct you. will be using it for living. So imagine you are in a dark place all day and you have to live inside there. You, are, you, you cook in there. You, it's true. You cook in there. You wash clothes in there. You brush teeth. You shower. You do everything. Why? Because there's no other thing. Your, your, your body will just adjust to it. Yeah. Right? And then as it says, if the the light that be in you is darkness. If the eye be evil, that means when the eye is evil, it just means what you are using to see is darkness. You are not seeing with light. The actual, the true light, you are not using it. What you are using for life is darkness. So what you are using for life is what? Is darkness. 
Now, when you say darkness, darkness, darkness is what you interact with day and night that you don't think is darkness. Okay. Darkness is I have I have to go to school, finish, get a good paying job, build a house, have five, ten kids, build mansions. You see you plan. It's true. That's darkness. But if if I go and say that one outside, even in the church they'll stone me. It's true. Why? How can you say that is darkness? Is it a bad thing to want to have a good life? It just means it's an instruction that you are using for life. And that instruction has nothing to do with the life of God. Ambition. I want to do this, I want to do that. I can do this, I can do that. Here's a summary. Anybody on earth can do anything. The only thing you need to do it is just you have to spend your soul. Finish. Finish. Eh? Anybody can be an engineer. Anybody can be a nurse. Anybody can be a doctor. Anybody can be a, a lawyer. Anybody can be anybody on earth. See that statement, you can be anybody as long as you put your mind to it. It's true. That is why you don't need to be a believer to be successful. You don't need to be a Christian to have money. All you need to do it do is this. Do you want to receive it or do you want to buy it? There's a huge oh there's a huge difference. Ah, you can buy. You spend with your soul. You can buy it. And just so you know, there's no way you can buy, you won't lose yourself. Because you are, what you are spending is yourself. But if you want to receive it, hmm, say, God, give it. Eh? Every good gift coming from God. <laughs> say, the, 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 uh, the blessings of God make it rich and added not sorrow. Eh? Okay. The reason why there's no sorrow is you are not spending. Yes, there's no way you spend, you won't be sorrowful. Yes, well, each time you spend, sorrow. Hi. But when you receive, ah! Each time you receive, you are joyful, you are not sorrowful. But each time you are spending, you'll be sorrowful. Hmm? Then how do you spend, really? Eh? You spend with you spend your soul, and you know these things are real. Yes, eh? They are very real, right? Open Isaiah fifty-five, please, so that I just want to establish that. Yes, let me read from the beginning. From verse one. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone that tested, mm-hmm. come ye to the waters. Everyone that tested, come ye. To the waters. Hey, how many of us love waters? When you say come here to the waters, it means 
that water is not ordinary. They are not talking about come, come to the fountain beside the Lake, lake Lugard. No. Come into the waters. There's a provision of the waters. And that water is what that water carries is God's life. And it's God's life because what, by the time you begin to drink that water, the end is for you to receive God's life. Now, there, come ye to the what? Waters. To the waters. waters. Then what did he say you should do? And he that had no money, come, come ye, ye buy and eat. Okay, pause. Come ye, buy and eat. With what? He that had no money, come He that ye. had no money, come ye. Huh, okay. You have no money. Come and buy still. Wow. And eat. They are telling you, you don't have to spend here. Hmm? He that have no money. You say you have no money, but you are doing something. Read for that, but I'll, I'll still draw back home. Yeah, come buy wine and milk without yeah, come, money. Without money. Come buy wine and milk without money. Say, without see, notice, price. wine, milk. Come buy wine, milk without money. Wine, milk. Those two. Eh? Wine, milk. When you hear that, wine, when you hear wine, the first thing that should come to you is the Holy Ghost. Anointing. Why? Wine. Say, say fill my cup. Eh? Right? Uh, that anointed my hands with oil, my cup runneth over. Now when you talk about wine, say, do not be filled with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, because we are not, because of time, but ah, what am I saying because of time, self? Eh? I want to I'll take time. Just but I'll so end. Amen. So come ye by wine. The moment you hear wine, it means Holy Spirit. And inside of it, there's a provision. When you begin to drink the wine, eh, that wine will give you something. Then what's next? Milk. When you hear milk, you hear fatness. Milk is fat. There's milk. And you can also say cheese. It's still fat. Hmm? Come here buying wine. Milk without money. Now, when you say fat, it's called about fat. Fat things. Hmm? Someone open Isaiah 25. So that is, you see that. I just want to see those. When you see those terms and you are reading them, it should be making sense. You know, most of the time when you are reading this Isaiah 25, come buy wine, make if you want. What are they talking about? It's just, it's, it's, it's there. It's, they're talking about the receiving of God. Mm-hmm. Read it, please. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people, people. a feast of fat things, mm-hmm. a feast of wines See? on the leaves. A feast of wine on the leaves. Are you seeing the same statement? Yes. Come buy wine and milk. Mm-hmm. See? Feast of fat things. Wine only is well refined. Go ahead. Of fat things full of marrow. Of fat things full of marrow. Of wines on the leaves well refined. Of wine on the leaves well refined. Hmm? So come to the feast. Fat things. That fat thing that they are talking about, you come and eat, is a feast. And when you hear fat things, it's pretty simple. 
Hmm? So that we don't put too much mystery around fat things. Ah, fat things. Of course, we can t we start teaching. You know, we get there. But fat things there is just meet God's things, right? Fat things because this that meal that they are eating there is God. God wants to give Himself to them so that they can eat. And don't forget, when we're, we're explaining the scrolls, the book, he said the book is for you to eat. How you partake of this wine and milk is actually through the word. When you begin to engage the word to some degree, eh, and then you begin to feed from it. You begin to eat it. That's what they tell you, you should come and buy. Eh? Don't come and buy any other, anything else. Then go back to Isaiah 55, please. Come buy wine and milk without money. Mm -hmm. Come buy wine and milk without money. So we understand wine and milk there now. Wine and milk is fat things. Uh, wine on the least, well refined, means God's thing. So what they, are, what they are really trying to tell you here is, come and take God. Hmm? Say, so come to the what? You notice that they are, it's still the same thing they are saying. When I say come to the waters, what water? That's the question. Eh? Open Revelations. I'm just going to use that to, to just explain, to just give us a sight of the water, just a little bit. Mm. Uh, let me see, let me see. Just give me a minute. From 22, let's read from verse 1. It said, And he shewed me a pure river. So that's when uh, they began to open John's eyes, right? And he shewed me a pure river of water of life. So this water is the, it's actually the water of life. That's why I said that when you come to the water, what you want to get there is God's life. So it's the water of life. Now, this water contains things inside the new, right? Because no water flows. We see why here. Now, said, it's a water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. So this water, you see where it's proceeding from? It's out of the throne and of the Lamb, which means it's actually flowing from God. So that water is flowing from him. And what is it doing? It's carrying his things. That is why they call it water of life. So they call it water of life because as it's flowing, it's just flowing God's life. As it's flowing from the throne and from the land, it's flowing their content, what is inside them. So that's what the water contains. So what they're not telling you, come to the waters, they are telling you to come to the water of life so that you can drink. Hmm? And they promised us here too. Say, and, and in the, okay, let me see. And they, and they, shall, they shall test no more. Let me quickly find it there.
Amen. Maybe I'll leave that for now. Say, so come by. Because I know the, the other one is in John. Where it says, if you drink out of this water, out of you, you shall, you shall, you shall, you shall test no more. When the woman, I said, give me water to the gift. You know who is speaking to you that said, give me water? You will say, give me your own water. Eh? So but when, you, when you drink mine, you will test no more. So when, when we, we are seeing the play of the word there in scriptures, so when, when God is saying, I have water to give you, it, it just means there's a water, right, that I have that contains a life that I can give you. And when you drink it, you will thirst no more. Right? So basically, so we'll come back to Isaiah 55, which says, Come to the waters. Come. Oh, everyone that tested. Oh, everyone that tested, come ye. To the waters. And he that had no money. Come ye. Buy and eat. Buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk. Yea, come buy wine and milk. Without money and without price. Without money and without price. So you don't need to spend. Then continue. continue. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which uh-huh. is not bread? Then why do you now spend money for that which is not bread? You see, say come buy. You that have no money, which means you are actually broke in the spirit. You are bankrupt. You have nothing. Yet, you are now spending. You don't have money. They tell you you that don't have money because they are still talking about the people that didn't have money. Not talking. You, you without money, come by. Which means we'll give you this thing freely. You don't have money. So why do you spend? You that you are spiritually broke. Why do you spend? Eh? For that which is not bread. Continue. And your labor for that which satisfieth not. And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Mm. Mm? Every day, every night you are laboring. I want this, I want that. Yeah. I, I, I want, I want, I want. Ah, I can do this, I can do that. Mm? Like I said, you can do anything. You become anything as long as you put your mind to it. That is what unbelievers are using to prosper. So when you see an unbeliever prospering, don't think they just got it all. They spent something to get it. They spent something to get it. They need to spend their soul. If God didn't give you, you, you need to spend to get it. How do I know? They said that the land will no longer yield to you. You must what? Till the ground. That is the, nat- that is the cause. Eh? That is the life. When you are cut off from God, that is the life. The land will no longer yield to you because you are not a son. Therefore, you now you have to till the ground. That is why you labor. What do you labor? <laughs> you, 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 when you are tilling the ground, you are laboring. Now, obviously, I'm just using it to explain our efforts on the earth. All our efforts. I'll do this, I'll do that. That is where it's coming from. You are spending. So make sure that you are not spending from your soul. Make sure you are receiving. Let God give you. And if you must receive, you must wait for it. Hmm? You can't say, God, give me now. I want it now. You are not the giver. You are only the receiver. God will tell you, okay, I'll give you next month. Okay, Lord, it's not, you, don't even, you don't even need to fight. 
Okay, Lord, you said you'll give. Okay, okay. When did you say you give next month? Okay, just wait till next month. And when next month reach, hey, Lord, you said, although you shouldn't even be asking questions, because he, he, he said, said the Lord feeded them. Hmm? What about the, the birds of the air? Eh? I have no thought for your life. Hmm? What you shall eat, what you shall drink. If God eh, feeds the bed of the air, how much more you? Right? So which means that the state we should be in is no worry. Eh? Not, no matter what. I'm talking about natural things, safe, but even mostly spiritual things. Eh? When, we, when we move natural house, home, job, kids, husband, wife, all those things, it's very simple. Labor not. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Don't spend for that which is not bread. Hmm? All those things won't feed you. They're not bread. There's only one bread. It's the bread of life. That's the one you should spend for and eat. You don't even, that one you don't even need to spend for it. It's a gift. They give to you. All you have to do is just commit. Surrender. Finish. Amen. Amen. So what do you spend for that which is not bread? What do you labor? Eh? You don't have money? No, no, okay. The Lord knows that you need these things. For your father knows that what? You have need of these things. So anything you need, God knows you need. Before you open your mouth, Father, Lord, I need, he knows. Abby? Before you say, Lord, I need a job, he knows you need a job. Oh, Father, Lord, I need one million dollars. He knows you need it. So, so most of the time when we are dealing with God, we are praying as if he, does not, he has no clue. And if you want to help your spiritual life, you should start thinking from there when you are beginning to deal with God. Don't, don't start thinking God is totally ignorant of your problem or your need. No. Think from a place that he knows. Okay, God knows. So if, if he knows, then you, you know, sometimes what we are praying is that we think he does, he didn't, he does not know. That's why we pray. Okay, let me remind you. I don't, think he, I don't think he knows. Father, Lord, remember? And then we start quoting the scripture. Remember me, O Lord. Hmm? We can start quoting uh, David Psalms. From the depth of the earth, Lord, will I cry unto thee. We remember all that one. I see God. God knows everything. God understands. So you don't need what? To start crying to him, Lord, I need. Now, that doesn't mean that um, you won't pray. Hmm? You pray to balance things. You pray. But when you pray, pray according to God's will. That's scripture. Eh? Just balance things there. You must pray according to his will. When you don't pray according to God's will, that's when problem starts showing head. And when you are praying, you think God is not answering you. Abi? Amen. It's what we are supposed to learn to do. I don't know why they are talking about this. But they know all things. They understand. Amen. So don't worry about all that. All you need to do is focus on his will. When you are praying, you pray according to God's will. So when you are praying, I am trying to remind God. Don't remind him. Pray according to his will. Oh God, okay, your will, you said this, this, that. If God has said something, eh, 
you yourself, there will be a witness inside you that you need to pray. And what you are actually praying, you are praying through. No, because once you, when you are praying, you are really just praying so that God can bet things. And this is how you should pray. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? So the will is in heaven. That needs to be done on earth. You now need to pray to align like that. You don't, you don't pray to have your own thing. You pray to align with will. Right? So you, that's how you pray. And that's how you should be dealing with God. Not that he does not remember or know what you need. He knows them. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we should not spend for that which is not bread. Isn't it? We should not spend for that which is not bread. Praise the Lord. This is the call of the message today. Don't spend for that which is not bread. Don't labor for that which is which will not satisfy you. No matter how much labor you are doing, no matter how much courses you are taking, it will never end your quest. It, so, if you want to make sure you are having adventures well, don't be having adventures here. Start having adventures in the spirit. Yeah? Your, your quest should be in the spirit, not on earth. Not earthly things, but spiritual things. Amen? So your father knows that you need all these things. So spend your energy. Go for that thing, which is wine, which is water. Water of life. That's what you, you chase after. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So spend not for that which is not bread. Let your delight be in the law of the Lord. Amen. Hmm? Focus on God. Focus, focus on building that relationship with God. Hmm? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm? You see how we got here. Very interesting. So don't spend your soul to get things. Let God give you. Amen? Let God give you the things. Don't spend for it. Don't, don't go and use your energy for what you shouldn't. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we blessed today? Yes, mm? So if you want to start your quest, your quest should be in the world. And that is why if you will come to the waters and drink, if you would put all your energy in anything, put your energy by coming to the waters. Come to the wine and milk so that you can begin to drink and eat. When you begin to deal with wine and milk and come into the waters, what you begin to deal with is the world. Isn't it? It's the word. Because how God reveals himself to you is through the word. What you need to be eating is the word. Eat word. Daily. Just be eating word. Give us this day our, our daily, daily bread. bread. Your daily bread is the word. It's not, it's not bread from um, Lagos bread. It's not Lagos bread. <laughs> it's not Lagos loaf. It's not it. The bread here is heavenly bread. 
And when you are beginning to deal with bread, you are dealing with word. What do I say? So I said, say, turn this stone to bread. No, that shall not. No, 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 no. Live by bread alone, but by every word. Bread is word. Amen. Yes, sir. So let your delight be in the word. Soak yourself, throw yourself into that, be questing there. So that you can acquire wisdom. Amen? Yes, so when you acquire wisdom, what it will begin to do as you are, as you are engaging yourself, this second Timothy will read it again. But maybe not today. You just, if you go there, say, study to show thyself approved of God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Fanadata. That's where I'm going to stop. Huh? We, are still bu- we are still building momentum small. Because hmm? we've not really gotten... The- where, where, where I was going is this rightly dividing the word of truth. You need to be able to divide the word. Hmm? When you are dividing the word, what you are doing is you are dividing the waters from the waters. Hmm? You need to be able to to participate in creation. You know, when, God, when God is dividing the waters, moving the waters, the skill you learn in the spirit, eh? you don't need, you, you, without spiritual wisdom, you can't do that. You need wisdom to separate waters. Amen. I'll just stop here today. Praise the Lord. Are we blessed today? Does anybody have any question? Hmm? No question. Okay. If there's no question, let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your life. Thank you, Jesus. Mata Farinosti, Ebra get a 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 Ipa <laughs> Is in the Muzarda, is in the Muzarda, is in the Muzarda, is in the Muzarda. Hebazita, Hebazita, Hebazita now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for instructing our heart again this morning. Father, we say thank you. We ask, Lord, that as we begin to apply our hearts to these things which you are saying, that you will give us grace to begin to see those things you are saying. Father, what you are saying are words and they are spirit and they are life. Our eyes need to see them. Father, we ask for grace to see. We will give to each heart in the name of Jesus. Father, we just don't want to hear these things. We want to see them. Our eyes need to sight them. Help us to sight them in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, the grace to connect your word that we have heard, even into our life, you begin to give to us in measures, higher measures, in the name of Jesus. Father, we don't just want to hear, we want to see. Help us to see. Bless us with sight in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that the grace to submit to you in all things, rather than spending our soul, Father, that you will give to our heart in the name of Jesus. The grace to understand your will, to put ourselves under rather than our ambitions. Father, you would give to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us to stand tall. Help us to stand strong in your will. Help us to relinquish earthly desires. Help us to live our natural test and quest, which is not spiritual. Help us to begin to put our gaze in the spirit that we must pursue after you. That our quest will be in the spirit and to know you, the only true God. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.